Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The recent Online Criminal Harms Act. This is really shady. There is some criminal activity going on here. She found like AI generated nude photos of herself online. Are we allowed to do that as a country? A person who feels violated, you may never really recover from it. Children have died. Is that the kind of content that we want our children to be exposed to? Oh my god, you're gonna ban TikTok. Are your nudes also online? Then hey, I know. This is your daily catch-up. Then you know what's criminal and online? Me? People that are watching our videos that are not yet subscribed. Is that you? Yeah. You are part of the more than 50% that are not yet subscribed. So please take some time to scroll down below, click the subscribe, turn on the notification bell. Yeah, jingle it real good. And we go on to the episode. Hello everybody, welcome to today's show except to men who are afraid of powerful women oh, because hey. we have a strong independent one in the house today. Welcome Minister Josephine Thiel! Let's go! What an intro, whoa, what an whoa, intro. Whoa. We are on her turf, we just realised that we are on her GRC. Of course! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see her no, it's a friendly ground. So the protection fees that we pay go... Yeah. <laughs> okay, not hey, the time and place so for that. <laughs> We'll be late this month, cash flow a bit. So we have Min here today to actually talk about something very serious but of course we have to first take the opportunity mm. to find out some behind the scenes stuff as we usually oh, do. No. <laughs> jala, jala. No, we, we start light. We start light. So based on your life records, right, on the interwebs, I realized that you study arts just like me. How has that turned out for you so far? She's <laughs> very good what? You're not very good yeah. Yeah. Why you study arts? Ah? Well I was in the faculty of arts and social sciences. Okay. I liked it. So yeah. like the course name is what? It, so I studied economics and in, in those days, what, you, get econ- to pick two, um, you get to pick two majors. So majors, econs okay, okay. and stats. How and I studied right. arts. That's not very, yes, very so much. Yeah. That was about arts and social took. sciences. These are the humanities. <laughs> yeah, it is humanities. Yeah, 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 correct, I cannot, yeah. I cannot uh, do the real arts. No, but also if, at one point of time, everything that wasn't science was considered arts. Yeah. Mm. So when we spoke to uh, Minister Chan Chun Singh, right, he mentioned that actually his childhood dream was to be a librarian. Dang, <laughs> that so, was my childhood drink. What? Really? Yeah. And ah. actually, I think primary three, I got my first job as a librarian. Okay. It was serious. First oh, job. Yeah. Yeah. Like in school, Seriously. La. In school, of course. Right. But why yeah. was that your dream? Is it you also like the aircon? No, actually in class at that time, there was no aircon. I was just in charge of these books. And then I felt a real sense of responsibility because <laughs> when the books were delivered to the school, you know, I had to properly, properly label them and then stack them nicely on the shelf so that... <laughs> It's a contribution to society, contribution to community. Yeah, there needs right. to be order. My, my, yeah, that's right. I, I, I'm going to ask this in the most respectful way, okay? Yes. yes. Oh, oh. Your time got PSL year. Of course. What, what was your PSLE score? I can't remember, you know, but I know that uh, as a result of my PSLE, I could go and study in what was known as a special assistance plan school. Oh, so SAP, where, SAP. School. SAP. Right. So you have to do uh, first language for both English right. and your mother tongue, which I well, met in Chinese. Yep. So I did both English and Chinese first, at first, first language. language level. Wow. So at that time, at that time, at that time, at that time, when you studied history, 
Mm. I studied it in Chinese language. Whoa, I see. Then you gotta oh do it twice. Ah. No lah. You study oh, it in okay. Chinese language, I ah. don't have to do it twice. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's it's yeah, it it was. It was it was well to me it was crazy hard. But speaking of your secondary school and a video that went, I think, quite viral, uh-huh. you recently went back to play basketball. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> that was a jalat. Hey, <laughs> what? Hey, hey, quite okay, right? No, Jalan in the sense that wow, very chuan eh. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, you know, But you were on the school team last time. Yeah, in those days, I was school back team. Then, quite modest one uh, You know, it's <laughs> not, it's not like, you know, it's not like very serious competition, you know. So recently, uh, DPM Lawrence Wong also played basketball and went viral. You think you can 1v1 him? Well, he also seemed let me say <laughs> that. Yeah. Lawrence, yeah. just, just, just be practice. careful. <laughs> I'm sure. So no, we just had a lot of fun. Mm, yeah, right. we were my my classmates and I, sometimes when we get together, we still reminisce about those basketball days. We were not very studious. Uh, we were, you know, recess comes, bing, we are on the court and then we are playing. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those never You you <laughs> need to expand all the energy in order to be able to contemplate. You need to achieve that nirvana mind. Something yeah, like that. Wow. So yeah. then in the end, how did you end up in politics? That's a really good question. It's a long way off from secondary school days though. We uh, fast forward. I think you all should know this by now, right? Yes, we uh, get invited to tea uh-huh. and then uh after each tea. I, I said, you know, can I not go for the next tea? Because <laughs> there needs, uh, there, there, there will be no conclusion, yeah. you know. Although you, that also you were CEO of- uh, Business PSA. China? Oh, Business China, Business right. Business China, PSA was graceful. Yeah. Ah. I, uh, people constantly confuse the two I, I don't, I don't. It's really, like I have John? a terrible memory. Really? Yes. I've met the both of y'all and I really like the both of y'all. Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> Based on your expectation or what you had in mind of like the- workload of the job or what you're actually taking on, right? That versus the reality of it after you step into politics. Was it a vast difference? Jalat, you know, I I already already imagined a step up. I didn't know what a big Big step step up. It was a jump. And I mean, your your political career was, you you took a few high profile, actually nothing, nothing wrong that you did, but I think some stuff that you blurted out that (laughs) polarizing lah. Um, and and how More did you interesting than they should have been? Uh, no, I agree. And and how how did you how did you like feel about the job during those times? You were, were you okay? Would you like? I expected this. I am in the public eye, or was <laughs> you it? Know, like a, you know when it happens to to other well celebrities and so on, you kind of look at it and say, "Yalla, this this is par for the course." Yeah, you know, in public life, it's like that. Then when it happens to people you know around you, you feel very bad for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then when it happens to you, that's a whole new experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Agreed. oh, how did I end up here? Right, right, right. That sort of thing. Then, okay, la, then you learn, uh, reflect. Mm. You know, can I do better the next time? Yeah. So after you joined politics, right, was there like, maybe like a first culture shock that you had that like you didn't expect came with the job? Ah, of course, because um, the whole way of working and how you are effective in public life, particularly with the grassroots, yep. is a completely different ball game. In an organization, you have contracts, you have a professional relationship, you have uh, committees. I there mean, in the a, grassroots, there there's a also right lots of wrong committees. La, right no, 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 when no, you work I, entities, when you work well, with people, you can be right, but- and there's a right and the right. Yeah. And so nobody angry at you in your face like, previously, is it? No, I wouldn't say so. I would just say that to be effective in in the grassroots, 
uh, it's a lot more relationship based. Mm. You have right. to invest the time to get to know a person really deeply. Mm. Right. You have to find a connection with them. It's a more emotional conversation. Yes. What motivates you, you mm. know, to 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 want to put in, you know, extra effort as a grassroots volunteer. Yeah. It's very relationship based. It's it's about the friends that you feel an obligation to. As a about uh, the sense of ownership towards your community. So in your, all your time in government so far, right? I mean, you've been in quite a few different ministries, finance, transport, even PMO, manpower, yeah, foreign affairs, and many, many more that I can read off. But what's maybe something that you've worked on that people might not have known? The one that I'm actually quite emotionally attached to uh, is actually the development of Changi T5. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that and Jewel, and Jewel before that, right? We, we, we now have Jewel, but right. T5 mm. is uh, still a way bit yeah. off. Oh. So when I, when I was in a Ministry of Transport, I was looking after maritime and I was looking after aviation. Damn. We had this effort, you know, we had a big committee. La, you know? yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, we were thinking about, hey, you know, should we. Um, make Changi, you know, even greater than it already is. And mm. in what direction do you yeah. take it? Right. So we came up with a plan and it involved the development of T5. Yeah. It's gigantic. It's, yeah. it's not going it's to gigantic. be ready, you know, for I think another 10 years at least. Oh wow. gosh. Okay, okay, okay. So you won't get to see it. But I think Jewel gives- <laughs> We will, we're still young. You won't get to see it yet. I think Jewel gives you a glimpse, ah, you know, of the kind of standard. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And by the way, so unnecessary, I not? was also involved in a very uh, serious set of conversations around Jewel because at one stage it nearly did not proceed. Nearly. Oh, right. Now, 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 when you think back, you say, how can? It's a good idea. How can? How can? You know? Yeah. So speaking of some of the things you've been working on. That showed a Bible alongside a Quran and says, if you run out of toilet paper, dot, dot, dot. Oh, <gasps> really? Uh? Yes. Okay. Stop right there, especially if you're thinking of committing a criminal act online. Like, share and subscribe and don't commit criminal acts. Okay, back to the episode. I mean, obviously we have you here for a reason, right? And that's to talk about yeah. the passing of the recent Online Criminal Harms Act. Yes. So this act essentially allows the government to tell individuals, entities, online and internet service providers and even app stores to remove or block access to content that it suspects as being used to commit crimes mm. and maybe how it differs from POFMA because that's something that people confuse it with. Everyone who spends some time online mm. knows that there will be content that you come across that is unsavory. Mm. You kind of feel like, oh, this is not so good, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it crosses the line. Uh, sometimes it is downright untruthful. It's a falsehood. And sometimes it goes even further than that. Like even you would be able to recognize this and say, you know, I think this is really um, shady and there is some sort of a, you know, criminal activity going on here. Y you have experienced that. Mm. Yeah. I don't think that, you know, any, there's anyone who has gone online for a reasonable period of time that have not encountered them, the, these kinds of things. You're talking about like, for example, uh, money lending. Yes, there could okay. be that. It could be illegal money lending. Mm. It could be part of a scam. You look at it and you already say, oh, this is too good to be yeah. true. Right? You still really teach your mom, la, like this one, this kind of stuff cannot click. La, this, are, this are scams. Yeah. There was also recently, like, I think a TikTok that went viral because there was a girl, like, because she, she was crying and then she was sharing how she found like AI generated nude photos of herself online. Mm. And then there was pretty much nothing she could do about it except back people, please like don't share it if you come across it. So yeah. I think like things like that also will be included. Yes, I think this lady, if I'm not wrong, who, who you're referring to mm. is, 
I think she's Asian American. Yes. But in any case, if something like that were to happen in Singapore, um, firstly, if you distribute illegitimate uh, images, intimate images, you know, Mm. or recordings, Mm. it's in the first place illegal. Whether, you know, those uh, images or recordings are genuine or they are made to look real. Mm. It's firstly illegal. So with the Online Criminal Harms Act, what we'd want to be able to do is to investigate it first. Uh. Mm. And if you uh, are able to establish which, which account it is, then you can issue a direction for the this content to be removed or at least disabled from view for users in Singapore. But that's a more technical language. Sorry. But the direction is made to the service provider, so like the it, website owner? It can or be to- the communicator. Okay. I think what, Daniel, I think where you're coming from is that what if you can't reach the communicator? What mm. if it's an avatar account? Is actually yeah. no one behind it. That's where being able to issue a direction to the social media platform that is the hosting platform, okay. the oh. content. Wait, are you not uh, able to do that like now? Free well, speech. there is a difference. Mm. Um, it may not even be a social media service. It may be beyond that. So Such the difference between, yeah, well, okay. yes. It could be a reselling platform. It could be, scan. that's yeah. right. So the new law that was passed um, uh, allows us to act against all of these communication services, whichever may be exploited for such purposes. So that's one thing that we can do, get the platform to remove the content. So current powers don't allow us to do that on messaging platforms? It depends. Um, um, And the law is calibrated. So last year, when we passed the online safety bill in parliament Mm. and made amendments to the Broadcasting Act, um, for example, content that may not cross the legal threshold, but they are nonetheless harmful. Stuff that are encouraging people to try out self-harm. Right. Do you really want that? Right. Yeah. Mm. So what about um, content that, you know, um, a little bit sensitive on uh, racial harmony and religious mm. intolerance? Guys, do you remember um, during COVID, there was this very offensive piece of content that showed a Bible alongside a Quran and says, if you run out of toilet paper, dot, dot, dot. Oh, <gasps> really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So when you come across content like that, uh, as a society, we would feel very uncomfortable mm. if it mm. was allowed to continue, mm. right? So we'd find a way, you know, that uh, uh, allows for this kind of content. Right. If you want to let it remain in, in the online sphere, by all means, but Singapore society should be protected right. from, you know, these kinds okay. of content. So, so that, that we did that. Okay. But to answer John's question more completely, um, there is also the kind of content that relates to online falsehoods, which Denise, Denise alluded to when she talked about POFMA. In those instances, for example, if there is a false statement of fact mm. and there is a public interest to it, mm. then instead of removing that uh, content, what we do under POFMA is issue a correction direction. Ooh, the the original the original content is there. Yes, issue. Yes, yes, yes. issue. You, the original content is there, but there is a notification that yeah. says, look, this statement is being challenged. Mm. And mm. so you didn't decide for yourself. Correct. So we take a calibrated uh, approach. It's not the same blunderbust, you know, the same thing you apply to all kinds of content. You've you've got to decide that this content is a false statement of fact. Um, and therefore, what you want people to do is decide for themselves whether they want to believe it or not. Mm. Right. So you issue a, a direction, 
a notice has to be labeled, to be put up, yeah. then you get to decide. You can see the original, you can also see the correction. Actually, That's recently one type I of content. Twitter, so, you know, below the tweet, they'll put the background the info. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite interesting. But it's, it's implemented. the original content is still there. Yes. But there are certain kinds of content that we, we think probably not so good to even stay on. Uh. Mm. So the one with the Bible yeah. and uh, the um, Quran. Wait, does it fall under statement of- So fact, different like, kinds yeah. of, different laws to deal with different kinds of content rather than one- Blanket. Uh, blanket. Yeah. So if yeah. this creator that did, for example, like, I mean, I didn't see that TikTok, right? But so for example, if the, the Bible and the Quran one is done by some guy in Colombia. So what this law allows us to do is to get the- platform to remove this for Singapore yes, audience. because you try to find a guy in Colombia, you know, yeah. may not be yeah, even a, a real person. I mean, it's not our jurisdiction either. Ma. Yes. Mm. But the platform may also not be based here. Right. Uh, but our law says that, uh, you know, as long as your content reaches users in Singapore, then mm. the law applies to you. Are we allowed to do that as a country? It reaches the users in Singapore. We go to parliament, parliament passes a bill that mm. puts it into law then it's lawful. If the app don't want to comply, then is, does it come to an ultimatum of like, oh, you just have to remove your app from Singapore then? You may have to, right? Mm. You may have to be, uh, you know, you have you may have to take that next step. Right. But you know, the way we choose to work on these things is that you really need the service providers to work with you. Right. Because they are seeing a lot more content. They have a lot more data. They are in a position to do analytics. And, and if you can work with them if you make the law clear uh, what their obligations are. So when we passed Online Criminal Harms Act, apart from being able to issue directions to you know disable access to certain content or mm. to do account restriction, we also did another um, set of uh, requirements. We will be able to uh, put into effect uh, codes of practice. And one particular code of practice that we are definitely moving ahead with is in relation to scams and malicious you know, cyber activities. Mm -hmm. So to put it in plain language, if you operate a social media platform, mm. which can potentially be misused by scammers and malicious cyber actors, then what we want you to do is please put in place some systems and processes. Yeah. So for example, if you're doing e-commerce, uh, right. if you're doing e-commerce, maybe you know, the code uh, will list out a few of the things that you need to do. For example, verify your users. For example, uh, whoever okay, uses- right. So it's proactive instead of just we, only reactive. It's proactive, <laughs> it's not just reactive. Okay. The, the more legal way of saying it is that it's ex ante versus exposed. Oh. That means before it has happened okay. and after oh. it has happened. Okay, okay, okay. Because I think recently, like the, the big news right now has been all like the hype concerts that are coming to Singapore and with hype concerts come yeah. hype concert scams. Got your tickets already? Got, got yes. my tickets. Uh, by, by the way, I can tell you that uh, you must expect a lot of scams to do with these tickets. Uh, People already got scammed the before the general sale started. Yes. And the scams can be both ways. Huh? They, uh, a scammer can pretend that they have tickets when they mm. don't have mm. the tickets. A scammer doesn't even pretend need to pretend to have tickets to sell. Yeah. They can pretend to be a buyer. Mm. Oh, Yeah, mm. they can pretend to be a buyer and somehow make you, yeah. you know, <clears throat> very kanchong into coughing up your credentials. Right. And lo and behold, you know, you ended up right. giving but away then something. How do we separate yeah. like who are people that are genuinely say trying to sell extra tickets versus like scammers versus all this? Because the, the OKA Act, right, is supposed to kind of prevent the criminal activity yes. before it can happen. But how do I know 
uh, as in if a post we suspect to be a scam, then that post will be removed. Well, tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news: ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free, or go to amazon.com/newsadfree. That's amazon.com/newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Unfortunately, there's no foolproof way. Um, the code of practice that we hope to put in place for scams will then um, potentially require the uh, e-commerce platform that the scammer <clears throat> may exploit for such purposes, mm. right? Um, you ever heard of how? the payment doesn't actually go through until you have received the yeah, items yeah, yeah. in good order. Like an escrow that account. Could, yes. Yep. It need not be an escrow account because there are other ways of securing yep. payment mm-hmm. and, you know, for yep. uh, for confirmation of receipt of goods. I, I think where, where people are concerned about is where do we draw the line? Yeah. Um, because mm. if we look at the Bible Quran example, maybe that person is trying to be funny, right? And sometimes... And, and we have local comedians, for example, and because we are such a racially diverse country, that our local comedians crack jokes at races all the time, but they get away with it because it's funny, right? So how do we figure out what, where that line is, especially when, uh, it can't be because it's funny, ma. Right. Yeah. It's more subjective than with Pofma where it was a statement of fact. Yes. It's a, it's a takedown. Pofma is not a takedown. It's yes. rarely a takedown. Mm. So I think um, what you have pointed out is just how tricky this whole area is. Uh, what is offensive to one person isn't offensive to another. Mm. What feels harmful to one community mm. doesn't feel harmful to another community. And I wish there was a, you know, uh, uh, silver bullet. Y- yes, <laughs> not just a silver bullet. I wish there were like, okay, here are the conditions A, B, C, D, E, tick box, tick box, you know. Right. And if it's met, then we can go ahead. There is always going to be some judgment, and we will have to ask ourselves uh, to what degree this uh, involves the public interest and to what degree it uh, makes people feel very uncomfortable. These things are not even static, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, stuff that feels offensive, you know. 20 years ago may not feel so offensive now. Mm. So I wouldn't give the impression that uh, we've, we've got uh, 100% clarity yep. on how these laws can be invoked. It will always be a matter of judgment. And But I think what we will need to do is to identify the examples where everyone are more like most people are likely to agree with. And which body decides this or makes this judgment? Usually, usually, who is, um, you know, uh, offended will most likely make the report. They may make a police report. They may report it to um, IMDA, Mm. um, which oversees, you know, codes of practice. And they might say that, look, this this is egregious content. Mm. This doesn't you know, meet with the uh, requirements under the law. Then the team in IMDA will have to look at it and then they will have to assess, you know, whether the provisions of the law have indeed been breached. Mm. Yeah, And keep in mind that these decisions can be appealable, you know. 
Right. Meaning that the original, the originator of the content can say, I dispute this. Right. What are yeah. possible grounds for dispute? As in, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to crack yeah. a joke. Is that a possible grounds of dispute? Because to <laughs> well, me, that, that is but, where the bigger thing comes yeah. in, you know, where, where I'm trying to, am I not allowed to try and be funny anymore? Because to try and be funny sometimes is to point out something that is true, that, that might be true, but not necessarily something that people want to articulate. Like the funniest comics are the ones that are speaking our deep thoughts that we don't dare to say out, you know? There is a point beyond which, uh, you know, it's it's not so funny No, I agree. Anymore. So I think we've all seen examples of it where you will never get 100% agreement, but mm. more people are likely to say that this is in poor taste or right. this right. is uh, something that crosses the line. Mm. Yeah. So with these kinds of content, we tread very carefully. La. Yeah, I, I, I completely understand where you're coming yeah. from. You don't want to have a sterile environment. Mm. Um, and I, I will again say that this is um, a question of balance. Mm. This is uh, not something that uh, you take lightly. Um, you don't act willy-nilly. In fact, the quotes um, just came into practice. The quotes, this is for online safety. For this act, who is the arbiter? For online criminal harms, mm. it is what is known as designated officers. Okay. Because remember, um, uh, Online Criminal Harms Act does not actually change uh, existing laws to yeah. do with speech. Mm. It only deals with content that have got a criminal nexus. There's a criminal link to it. Yeah. There is an underlying offence that is being carried out or is likely to be carried out. Right. So on the basis of the fact that there is an underlying offence, then what is happening online is in service of that crime. It yep. is helping that crime being carried out. Yeah. To be carried out. Right. And we don't want the online content to perpetuate the crime being carried out. <laughs> so- it's Sorry, really this is all pretty. Yeah. It's there must be a crime to begin with. Yeah, yeah. put it this Understand. way. So, would this also cover, like, say, some level of cyberbullying? Um, cyberbullying actually is one of the things that we took care of by uh, passing the online safety bill. Is bullying a crime? Very interesting, Denise. Thank you. With online safety, we were looking for harmful content that were not necessarily criminal in nature. With online oh. criminal harms, we are dealing with an criminal. underlying criminal ah, offence okay. right. and online content that is making it possible for the crime to be carried out. Okay. If I can put it that way. With online safety, this will deal with content that are harmful to society, but they're not necessarily criminal in nature. Uh, a few years ago, there was a high profile uh, nude leak by, by a prominent influencer in Singapore. Right. And what she could do was very limited in that sense. Which I mean she she called the police, right? And so they was investigated on who leaked, right? Who were the main distributors? And this thing started appearing on like the images started appearing on um porn sites, it started appearing on forums and uh, file sharing platforms, of which she will then be required to email them to request that they take down, but they they don't actually have to reply her. That's a really interesting yeah. um, Does this overcome example. That? Mm. With online safety uh, amendment, which we did last year, the social media services were obliged to set up a system to deal with user reports. Right. Then 
on a regular basis, we would audit whether this system was working well enough. But you're right. In her situation, in the the, the case of this influencer, mm. she was obviously hoping for more action than that. Yeah. With Online Criminal Harms Act, in the first place, was there an offence committed? Mm. If the investigation suggests yes, because there was a distribution of voyeuristic material, whether they were real images, real recordings, or they were made to look like her, that is in the first place a crime. Right. Mm. And so it, not just uh, the ability to deal with the crime per se, but to deal with the online dimension of that crime right. is important. So if this turns out to have been a criminal of uh, act being carried out, then what Online Criminal Harms Act allows you to do is to issue a direction to the platform that is hosting this content yeah. and say, can you please put a stop to it? Okay. 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 So Does that make it clear? Yeah, it, it's, it's meant to complement <laughs> existing laws. Yes. I think I think where it's a little bit surprising was that, and I think John alluded to this um, earlier, is that we always thought that the government could have done that to, to platforms and say like, hey, look, you're breaking the law. Yeah. Take this down. No, I mean, to, to a certain extent, I feel like when it works on, if it's on like YouTube, or like the major ones, the mainstream ones, mm. I feel like- If you like, had yeah, highlighted it to them- there, yeah, There's headquarters here. Maybe the government can do something about it. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like if it's on like, what's that file? Uh, M Mega, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega, yeah, like if it's NV. being transmitted on Mega, yeah. then or like I feel like they might not have an office here. Then right. I feel like, oh, there's nothing Singapore can do. Right. So you just have to email them and hope for the best. To add on to John's scenario, what if, say for example, they already issued the takedown and then there are other people who have downloaded the video, right? And then they go and re-upload. So then are uh, like officers or authorities continuing to track this and then issuing further takedowns or is it up to people to report it and then the whole process repeat? We'd have to look at the specifics of the case. Right. But um, in, in essence, what the bill tries to do is to say that you want to put a stop to the communications of such material. For, for a while, we have lived with knowing that there are criminals on social media platforms. For example, people that text you and tell you, uh, quick cash. Yeah. Or people that post like, or boost Facebook posts about uh, money lending and all that stuff, which you already know it's illegal, yeah. but we have trained to just don't click. Mm. Whereas for new users or for older users, uh, they are falling for it every three minutes. Like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> my dad clicked, like he was actively search for scams, right? And click into it. Like. And so what this allows us to do is instead of training people to simply ignore these things, we actually have enforcement power to be able to do something about it. Is that well, right? see, that's the thing. Um, for the person, you know, who's on the receiving end of a, a scam, or who is a victim of uh, these kinds of exploitative material about them, it really feels terrible. Mm. It's mm. not just a loss of money. Families can end up quarreling over this. Mm. They, have, they can have really big you know, fights over, you know, yep. why weren't you more careful? Mm. You know, now what's going to happen to my this plan and that plan? Um, so the loss is really more than financial. Yep. And to a person who feels violated, I mean, you, you, you may never really recover from it. So we'd like to be able to help such individuals. We'd like to be able to protect them, yep. you know, from so coming yes, into la. contact. The answer to that is yes. Is that what it is? Except that you must also understand the police powers are also not unfettered, meaning that there are bounds within they can act mm. and there are mm. bounds beyond which they cannot. Yep. Yep. So it has to be the criminal offences that are spelt out 
in the Online Criminal Harms Act. Right. It cannot be the offences that are not yet covered. Which then means that it must allow for a lot of amendments, am I right? In time to come. Again, um, it's this idea that you cannot be blunderbussed about it. You wow, what? cover everything, <laughs> yeah. you know? You cannot. Precisely because then, you know, that's too wide. Yep. Society will have to um, assess, this is how far the law goes now. Is it enough? Mm. And if we agree that this is not enough, we want to be better protected, mm. then we may have to go back to parliament and say, we take it a step further. Right. That's how our system works. We, we don't try to do everything at one go because we know that that would be just too wide a remit. Yeah. And also because the times are changing so so quickly yes. as well. New the technologies technology. are changing. Yeah. Now we got to deal with generative AI, right? Is Singapore the only country that's like passing such laws? Because like, say for example, for TikTok, Definitely we've heard not. it getting banned like in multiple countries or so. Is it- Oh my God, you're going to ban TikTok? I wouldn't mind. I'm okay. Hey. <laughs> John, you, 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 you suggested that. Let me make a clarification here. I said no such thing. <laughs> yeah, but is Singapore the only one that is like passing such uh, acts and law? No, but um, Germany, for example, has done something like that. Yeah. So has Australia. But we've oh. also learned from their experiences. Uh, I won't mention names, but we know some countries when they attempted to make the law too wide ranging. Yeah. The whole process of public consultation as well as debate is becomes very difficult. It's even difficult for people to figure out what exactly are you trying to do with these different types of content. Yeah. If you use the same tools for this class of content, it may be too weak, too soft. Right. If you use the same tools for another class of content, it will be too overbearing. Right. So right. if it's criminal content, we have the ability uh, that for those that are already described within the Online Criminal Harms Act, we have the ability to issue directions for you know access to be blocked. Mm. Um, now, if you did that for other kinds of content, for example, a false statement of fact, then you know, mm. do you really want to apply the same tool, or do you say that for those kinds of things, we just want to point out to you? that this statement Not is true. being challenged. Mm. Right. You decide for yourself. Right. So some things you have to decide for yourself. Some things it's quite clear there is a victim already. We have to be able to act. Otherwise, we are not doing the other potential victims a service. You could have stopped it, but you didn't have the legal powers to stop what, it. What is, what is the main thing that's in your head? Like that main case that's either rampant or important enough yeah. that we are trying to overcome with this step. I would say that right thing. now, mm. uh, what you described for your um, dad, uh, your dad, the mm. victims of scams, yeah. and they're not just older persons. Mm. You know, younger people have been scammed too. How often it is that you heard of your friend, you know, say that, oh, there was a pair of shoes that was really nice and it was going for a, a steal. Yeah. And then later they realized the goods never got delivered. I got scammed, yeah. right? That's pretty common. Um, the other thing is um, would be the voyeuristic uh, content that um, mm. Denise talked about. Mm. Yeah, it, it's very, very hurtful and harmful to the individual's concern. It's just the amount of uh, pain that they go through mm. is indescribable. And we need to be able to act against those kinds of content. I would say these two big groups, of course, the law does allow us to act. You know, for example, there's a threat to public order. For example, somebody incites violence. Say, mm. oh, you know, let's all pick up arms and go and attack this group of people because right. we don't like what they say, you know, or we don't like the way they look. Right. Now, those kinds of things you, and, and if the organization is being done online, 
would you like to be able to stop it? I think the answer is right. quite clearly. So in the past, basically what will happen is that if someone does that, the police can go and find and catch that person. However, people will have already been riled up mm. and might still continue with the plan. Mm. Right? There but is right the now, online element. If now. it's spotted early, it could be it could be taken down so that the so that, that person trying to rob people out to say, let's attack such and such group, that can be taken down the moment it's spotted. Is it? That allows us to, this gives us additional levers to act. Right. Not, not just the offence itself, the potential crime itself, but also what's carried out online. Yeah, the recruitment of, in this case, the recruitment of violence. Lah. Yes. I see. Yeah. Okay. Can I just also add, if the concern is about speech, mm. um, Article 14 of the Constitution protects speech. As in freedom of speech? Yes, it protects freedom of speech. Oh my but God, Singapore some... has a freedom of speech. Article know. 14 in the Constitution. But it is also something that, you know, common sense will tell us that it, it cannot be uh, free for all. Yep. Right? Freedom of speech doesn't mean totally free for all. You're, you, you are free to go and harm other people. You're free to hurt other people. Yeah, It's circumscribed to some extent. And mm. within those bounds, we have to ask ourselves, you know, what would be acceptable? And so which will with always criminal be content mm. and which mm. there will be also harmful content. Criminal content, I think is not so yeah, gray at all. Not gray. The other types of content, some are also not very gray. Mm. For example, content uh, promoting self-harm. Yeah. Um, this is serious. Mm. Um, mm. Children have died, you know, because they attempted stunts that, um, that were really very dangerous. Yeah. Um, there could also be uh, content that, um, for example, teach people, you know, many different ways of uh, ending your own life. Is that the kind of content that we want our children to be exposed to? There's also child sexual uh, exploitation materials yeah. that are available online. Mm. Do we really want a society, you know, that is yeah. constantly exposed to such content? You don't walk around, you know, in physical Singapore feeling unsafe. But when you go online, I think the sense of danger is quite clearly higher. You are, um, you have to be on greater alert mm. than you are in the analog world. So in, in before um, comments from, because like people love to say like, own self check, own self and stuff like that, right? I guess like in before those comments, because whenever people see like, oh, there's a law to let the government take down stuff and all, like I guess the elements of this that is slightly, I guess, protective against whatever people might say, own self check, own self, is that there must be some criminal... Um, activity related to it in that sense and that it's not so much opinions that are going up that are being taken down like it's things that have some level of criminal activity behind it yes okay for online criminal harms act absolutely and okay and for to make it doubly clear it's not even all kinds of crime right it's crimes that clearly uh, already in today's context have a online nexus right yep. there is an online element of it so we are quite clear right yeah on what kinds of things we will be allowed, uh, you know, to act on. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for watching. If you are at the end of this episode, type down below. I have stayed till the end. Like, share, subscribe. We'll see you in the next one. And of course, thank you, Minister Josephine, thank you, for joining thank us. You, John. Thank you, John. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, of course, Denise. Yeah. Thank you, of course, I should say me. Hey, of <laughs> course, Denise. Bye, of course, Denise. I practiced this last week. For lunch at 12.30. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you are late, uh, I will help you explain it. Okay. For real, uh. Oh, okay, okay. He's my good friend. Okay, fantastic. Hold up. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.